Hello everyone, I am Mary Kay and I think I talk too much. Today I'm going to be talking about a pet's death, so if you are sensitive to that topic, I suggest you skip out on this one. But to go more in depth, in this episode I'm going to be talking about a pet rabbit I had for two days, which died after those two days. And it's a tragedy, so grab your tissues and let's get into it. So back in holiday season of 2018, I went on a trip to LA with my dad and my stepmom and my stepmom's family. My two siblings didn't go because they were still in high school, unlike college where I was kind of, I had more freedom to do things. So we went to like Disneyland and I had, a, I had an amazing time overall. It was one of the few times where I felt like an only kid just because I basically just got whatever I wanted without having the need to share with anyone. So I had a great time at Disneyland and I don't remember much like of what I did uh, between Disneyland and between getting my rabbit. But basically after Disneyland, the next day um, during my holiday LA trip, we went to this very popular flea market in LA called Santee Alley. And it's basically like a, yeah, it's like a flea market, like a Berryessa flea market on crack. They sold fake James Charles pallets, fake Gucci, fake Louis Vuitton, you name it. And they even sold rabbits. <laughs> I think I briefly mentioned in my last episode that my favorite animal is the rabbit. Rabbits are my favorite animal because they're so small and so cute. And they're kind of like introverts. They basically are. Depends actually on which breed you get. But yeah, I just love rabbits because they're overall just really cute and fluffy for the most part. But anyway, yeah. So I saw this little thing bro it was a rabbit in this small sad looking cage here actually let me just set up the scene for you i was not planning on getting a rabbit when i was down in la okay like when i went to santiali i was just thinking i better get some bomb tacos and maybe a pair of sunglasses and a shirt if you will And I did get that though. I did get those things, right? But on the way back to the car, because we parked kind of far away, we parked at a parking lot that was kind of far from the alley. Um, We were on our way back and on the corner was like a lady and her daughter selling turtles and rabbits. Talk about the story of the tortoise and the hare, am I right? But anyway, so she had like two rabbits One of them was super cute. The other one was kind of ugly. I'm just being blunt about it. I don't really remember. All I remember is like one of them standing out to me a lot. And these rabbits were the size of a teacup, basically. Um, You can tell that they were young. For sure, for sure young. Um, The one I was eyeing was like a dark brown and white spotted bunny. I don't even know what the breed was. All I knew was it was small, it was cute, and it could be one of my furry or my only furry companion that I can bring home back to the bay and my small little town home that I lived in at the time. I didn't think of anything other than the fact that I wanted it and that it was my favorite animal and that she had to, that she had to come home with me. It was a female that she had to come home with me. So I told my dad like, Oh my gosh, please get this for me. This can be my 
Christmas present, and I know my mom would probably not approve of me getting this rabbit, but let's get it anyway, because, because I would love this Christmas present. So my dad calls my mom, says, uh, I'm gonna go get MK a rabbit, and then she says no, and they start bickering, and I was like, shit, maybe I shouldn't get it. But then, like, yeah, we ended up getting it anyway, even though my mom said no, and I swear to you, the moment we took this rabbit off of the lady's hands, I felt a wave of guilt wash over my body. Not just the fact that I disobeyed my mom, but the fact that I was like, wait a minute, I'm a fresh new college student. Am I going to be able to take care of this thing? Rabbits only live about two years. How attached am I going to be to it? How sad am I going to be when it dies? And my home situation was kind of weird because we didn't really have enough space for another life, no matter how small it was, to kind of live in the same place. But nonetheless, I got it anyway, and it started pooping a lot. Um, we got in the car, and it just starts pooping. Like a freaking, like it was producing chocolate pebbles as its job. Like rent was due tomorrow. And it, oh my god, within 10 minutes of me having this rabbit in my possession, it starts, like it peed in my hand, dude. Peed in my hand. I did not know what to think because I've never had experience of caring for a pet on my own. But anyway, we went to, um, what is it? The LA Art Museum. You know, the, the place with a bunch of street lamps all in like rows. We went there. I took a few pictures there. We were there for like an hour and I had to keep my rabbit in the car in which I did not like that idea at all, but I had no choice. Keep in mind that I knew this thing was young. Okay, well, there's a complication to that. So the lady that sold me the rabbit, literally off the street, off the corner of Santi Alley, she told me that it was two months old. And of course, like, that's the law. When you are selling or if you are putting up pets for adoption, they have to be at least two months old. So she told me it was two months and I believed her. Looking back, um, I was clearly an idiot because... That thing wasn't two months, bro. That thing was probably two weeks. But anyway, I left the two-week-old rabbit in the car alone. It felt so bad. I came back to it and like, yeah, there were more poop pebbles. Bring it to the hotel. Same thing. It just poops everywhere. Pees everywhere. Um, so yeah, I didn't really have much for it to eat at the time. Like it just had kibble or little pellets that it ate or pellets and then it had water and it was kept in like sauce containers literally like sauce containers that you get from a taqueria when they give you like salsa on the side it had that zip tied to its cage and the cage was so small jesus christ it was i felt so bad for this rabbit that i just had to take it off of this lady's hands and don't even get me started on how the the turtles looked like they were literally just they were basically in tiny little snack bags so i had to i had to i had to free this rabbit fast forward i think the following morning we uh, start heading back home so straight from the hotel we start heading back home and i just thought like dude this ride it's gonna be a disaster it's a six hour ride i'm gonna be with this rabbit it's gonna piss and shit all over me and um that's basically what it did 
uh, her poop pebbles like flew around all over the car and went all over the damn place. So that was fun. But anyway, I get back home. I bring this rabbit into its new home, the little townhouse. Okay, my mom wasn't home, but my siblings were. Now, I don't remember if my siblings were disappointed to see me with a little small furry thing coming back from LA, but I remember that they were they were petting it for sure. They kind of liked it because it was cute, of course. How can you not like a small little bunny, right? Okay, by the way, so um, I gave this rabbit a name. I named her Penelope, and I named her Penelope because Penelope is so, it's a pretty name. It sounds very springish and floral, and I felt like it matched this rabbit very well, so I went ahead and named her Penelope. I made this ghetto makeshift cage, which was basically a tin or a, a metal bucket with some shredded uh, newspaper and a like a I guess a wooden ball that I cut off of my brother's kendama as one of her toys, right? And keep in mind, this was my fault. This was on my part, but I did not go to Petco straight after I came back home. In which, that was my first mistake, looking back. And I'm pretty sure I thought about that, too, um, as this was happening. And the, th the sad part is that I lived, like, five minutes away from a PetSmart or Petco. It was probably, like, a five to ten minute walk from where I lived. But I didn't go out and get her supplies. I didn't get her milk. I didn't get her milk because I wasn't, because the lady told me she was two months, okay? Um, but anyway, I didn't get her pellets i just gave her cold water and then she had the pellets that were there and uh yeah but she barely ate any of that right so the following night i introduced her to my siblings she sniffed them around and she kind of seemed like she liked them more than me which was like fine i wasn't butthurt or anything but yeah they seemed to like her and fast forward um it's bedtime so i put her to bed everything was fine her attitude was fine. The way she behaved was fine. Everything was good, right? Um, so I put her to bed and I was still iffy and skeptical as to whether she was actually two months or not. Because two months and two weeks have very different types of care for any animal. And that's quite obvious, right? So <laughs> I did some research before going to bed. I searched up like, what, how do I, how to take care of uh baby rabbits what do they eat what is their diet like are, are they supposed to be warm like what am i supposed to be doing but lo and behold i was stupid 18 and dumb i kind of just kept on going with the care that i was already giving her as if she was two months i guess it was better to assume that she was two weeks instead of two months old maybe i was the problem uh we'll get to that the following morning, I had to get ready for school because it was Monday. It was a school day. And I asked my siblings if they can take care of her while I was at school. Their days ended up, I think they ended around 3.30, so they would be home by 4. But I, of course, went to school further, and I ended at the same time. But I would come home later. So just the time in being, I asked them to take care of her um, while I was commuting back home, I guess. And my plan originally that day was to come back home immediately, drop my stuff off, and then go to Petco to go and get my rabbits some supplies. Okay, so um, school happens. School goes on. 
I'm worrying about my rabbit because I'm like, yo, she's young and I don't know what she's going to be doing all day while I'm at school. But yeah, that happens. School ends. I did exactly what I said I would do. I would go home, change, drop off my backpack, and then go to PetSmart and Petco to get the proper food for her age. Um, I get home and I think I was tired. I saw my my rabbit or my bunny uh, sleeping next to my sister. Like Jen, she was actually sleeping and she was fine, right? Don't remember anything between there. But the next thing you know, I had to put her down. I had to put my rabbit down um, back in her makeshift kennel or cage or playpen. It was more like a playpen, but I had to put her down. Um, my partner at the time came over and... Oh, that's another thing too. That's something I have to mention. And it's so toxic. Let's. I'm going to talk about it. My partner at the time wanted my attention 24-7, even when I was sleeping at times. And that, you know, honestly, I think when this happened, when this particular moment happened, I should have dumped him from there. And I don't know why I didn't. But looking back, I feel like crying every time. And here's why. So on my way back from LA when I had my rabbit, um... I kept on taking pictures because I was excited and she was adorable and I was like sending him pictures of my rabbit. And then he kind of didn't seem excited. He just, he were, he was sending passive aggressive messages. He was like, oh, okay. And I was like, um, why aren't you happy for me? You know, I've been wanting a rabbit for such a long time. And he messages me back and he was like, yeah, but that's because, you know, you're going to be paying more attention to her than you are to me. And I was like, wow, what a freaking dickwad but uh he comes over and by then it's already like six seven i am supposed to be at petco or PetSmart by then and i think i actually texted him to come over so he can walk to petco or PetSmart with me um but instead he ended up distracting me right i would check back and forth with my partner at the time and then also my rabbit and this is kind of like when i start noticing that my rabbit um i guess starts having weird uh, behaviors. So she's sleeping, right? I don't know if she was. That's the thing. When I saw her in her playpen, she wasn't moving that much. She wasn't eating at all. She wasn't drinking water. She was kind of just like lying there. And it, 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 looked she, it looked like she was dead, but she wasn't dead because you can see her moving. So I searched up on Google. Um, is it normal for my rabbit to look dead when sleeping? And the internet said yes. So I just went ahead and was like, oh, okay, I guess so. And then I went back to my my ex or my partner, my ex-partner. Um, and I, in the back of my mind, I was still very worried about my rabbit. I was like, yeah, no, I don't know. Her behavior was very bubbly and stuff before all this. And I tried telling him too. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's something wrong with my rabbit. And he was like, no, she's fine. Pay attention to me. And I knew she wasn't. And oh my God, that just pissed. It gets worse, guys. It gets worse, trust me. So some time goes on. This guy is distracting me. And I knew that I should have just paid my attention on the rabbit. Maybe I could have saved her earlier. But um, he leaves and it's already like 10 o'clock 
at Petco is already closed, so I couldn't go. So I told myself, oh, I'm going to go first thing in the morning before I go to school. I checked back on my rabbit one more time shortly after my ex leaves, and this time she looks pretty much dead. She was still breathing, but it was much slower. But anyway, I, I basically, I could tell that she was not in good condition, so... I start panicking. I call my dad and I tell him, uh, the rabbit we got from LA looks like she's dying. I need help. I don't think he gave me much advice. So I moved on to my mom, who already, by the way, did not approve of me having a rabbit. And she, the advice that she gave me was to do CPR on my rabbit, like how my grandma did CPR on the puppies that she took care of. And I've, I've seen her do CPR on puppies, okay? It, it was terrifying. I think I got trauma from that. But as it turns out, life is a full circle, so I had to go and try to revive Penelope. Um, at some point, I also texted my ex-partner that she was definitely dying. And I told him, like, hey, I told you so. I knew I should have paid attention. And he still didn't care he had no heart at that like he didn't care about my feelings about this rabbit and it was really selfish of him actually and i do blame him i do partially blame him other than the fact that i was very ignorant and i wasn't very educated on how i should care for a rabbit i do blame him because i knew something was wrong from the moment she started having these weird behaviors he tried to convince me that nothing was wrong because he wanted all of my attention. This is something I will never forgive him for. I think I'm probably going to take this to my grave. This experience affected me so much that I uh, wrote about this as a narrative in my creative writing class. So I will read you an excerpt on what it was like as I was trying to do CPR on my little rabbit. And here it goes. I brought Penelope to the kitchen while my brother brought my fur coat to her to lie on while I tried to save her life. My mother sat down and observed, clutching onto her coffee mug as if she was watching the climax to a live soap opera. Gently pulsing on Penelope's heart with my index and middle finger, I heard little breaths that sounded like her soul was coming back to earth. I'm going to save her life, I briefly thought. Still crying, I kept pulsing her pea-sized heart and my brother was standing right behind me as if he was a surgical technician. With his arms crossed and eyes watching my every move, it gave me a sense that I was doing everything right. Then I heard a different sound to Penelope's breathing. It was slow and almost non-existent. Suddenly, a short but harsh breath that sounded too loud to have come from such a small animal abrupted from her entity. That breath was the sound of her soul leaving her body. She stiffened and turned stone cold. I left the kitchen to cry like an unfortunate mother does when she loses a child. My little brother closed her eyes and placed her in a shoebox, preparing her to be buried the next day. <gasps> I feel like I could cry. I'm so glad I didn't read the entire narrative because I'm pretty sure I would have cried. But yeah, she died in front of me and i know i only had her for 48 hours but i was already so attached to her reminder that i've always wanted a bunny the last bunny i had died because my dad left it out during the winter and didn't feed it and 
Like, I literally, bunnies have always been my favorite animal. Um, it's never changed. It's always been my favorite animal. So, she died right in front of me. It's probably one of the most heart-wrenching things I've ever had to go through. And I know, it's ridiculous, right? Because I only, have her, I only had her for two days. But I was already so attached to her. She was so pretty. She was she was adorable. She was cute. And I thought like, oh my god, I'm going to bring her to school one day. And cause a whole lot of mischief. And people will be like, oh my god, she brought... That's the girl who brought her rabbit to school. And I thought I was going to have all that. But no, it ended so abruptly. <sighs> so anyway. Um, I wanted to bury her the next day. My aunt agreed that I can bury her in front of her um, yard, or, in, or on her front yard, I guess. And so I was like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, very unfortunate. So uh, I hit up my ex-partner and I said, Hey, I'd like to go and bury my rabbit at my aunt's place. So please assist me with that. And he goes, no. I don't want to. And I go, what the actual... He and I weren't even on good terms. Um, he distrusted me. He went out and didn't treat me like a priority. And I thought it was so messed up that he didn't want to be there with me to go and bury my rabbit. I should have left him from there. That is the moment where I should have left him. I would have ended our relationship so quick. I don't know why I didn't, and looking back, it's like I really was the stupid one. Why didn't I leave? He didn't want me to have a rabbit. He didn't want me to be happy. He didn't want to go and bury my fucking rabbit with me. But like two days before, he can go and smoke with his coworkers without telling me, right? Like that's so important. I don't know. What a douchebag, bro. But yeah, so... um. I cried the entire night that night, nonstop, bro. My heart was in so much pain. This is going to sound really sad, but to this day, I low-key tear up in the shower thinking about it. I, I did write a, a poem for Penelope. It was actually, it was more like a short, a very short letter. It had like five words in the letter, and I'm pretty sure it, the letter that I wrote was like, Dear Penelope, things would be so much better if you were still on earth with me. And then I signed my name. But I wrote that because I wasn't in a good place, especially in the relationship that I was in. And I felt like she would have been the perfect companion for me to probably move on and be better. And I don't know, that just didn't happen. Um, so I cry all night. And in the following morning... I, I'm pretty sure I begged the hell out of my ex-partner to go and bury the rabbit with me. And he finally gives in. So I go. I go with him. And I think both of my siblings, if not just my brother, but I don't, like, I really don't remember. Could have been both. Could have just been one. We go and... Um, I show up at my aunt's house and she sees my dead bunny and she's like, oh, it was a cute bunny. I was like, yeah, I know. But I bury her and, um, it was so surreal. 
I don't know. Uh, well, now she's a beautiful flower pot. <laughs> She's uh she's she's underneath a flower pot and I hope she's doing well in rabbit heaven. But this is this is a goddamn lesson that if if your partner ever says that they don't want you to get a pet because they're going to take away attention that you can give to them instead, please leave. Please. I don't understand why I didn't. I really god, I'm so I was so stupid. But anyway, yeah, that's the story of Penelope. Three years later, I have a new pet. Her name is Luna. She is a black German shepherd, and I'm already so attached to her. And I don't know how long I'm going to know her for. It's always uncertain. But all I know is, when it comes to time where we depart from our lives, I, I will cry, unless I have the sudden death and she doesn't. Then, then I don't have time to cry, but <sighs> I'm scared. I like, I want to cry sometimes thinking about how <laughs> my pet won't be with me forever. I treat her like my daughter, like my, I don't know, my little one. But yeah, this has been the second episode of I Think I Talk Too Much. I'm your host, Mary Kay, and I want you, if you have a pet, to hug them and Tell them that you love them. Okay, goodbye.